We're back with another episode. I have no idea what the show is even called. All I do know is that we talk plenty of New York Mets here. 28 and 15 going into San Francisco tonight. Man, that was uh, just coming off a series in Colorado. Snowy Colorado. No game on Friday. We hit up a doubleheader. On Saturday, we split with the Rockies. And then Sunday, we capped off another series win for the New York Mets. Shutting out the Colorado Rockies. The New York Mets' seventh shutout of the season. Man, it's a good time to be a New York Mets fan. Like I said, 28-15. and 15. Now we go into San Francisco. We took care of them in, at City Field earlier in the season. Um, and, and now, you know, we continue this road trip. It's a, it's a small road trip. Um, but, you know, get ready to go to sleep late, wake up early, and do it again two more times after tonight. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, so I really wanted to start off this episode with uh saying that I was completely wrong about two players on the New York Mets. Now, before the season, before the season, I can honestly say that there was plenty of, of doubt with these two players. And I maybe I was right then, but certainly these two players right now have proved me wrong, and I have no problem admitting that, okay, um, sometimes you gotta admit that you're wrong, and that's okay, Carlos Carrasco and Taiwan Walker, those are two pitchers that if you listened to my episode before the season started, I was very, very, very iffy on the back end. I, like I kept saying it over and over, the back end of the rotation, the back end of the rotation. It was a huge question mark for me. And Carlos Carrasco and Taiwan Walker have turned that question mark into an exclamation point. Because the way those two have been pitching has surprised me, <laughs> to say the least. I'm really surprised at how well they have pitched. All of a sudden, and this is just me thinking thinking forward, um, all of a sudden, when we get our guys back, DeGrom, Scherzer, McGill, and you got Bassett, and if these two, Carrasco and Walker, continue to pitch like this, this all of a sudden becomes a behemoth of a six-man rotation that is a pretty damn solid. Now there's also a question, will Carrasco and Walker be able to continue this? I don't know if they will. But what I do know is that Carlos Carrasco, and we'll start with him, Carlos Carrasco has really turned it around, okay? The the issues last year were the home runs early in the game, like innings one through three, one through four, his ERA was was ridiculous. And all of a sudden, 
you know, his home run rate is down from last season. His home run percentage, 5.1 in 2021. It's 1.6 in 2022. His walk rate also down. Or percentage, 7.6 down to 3.7. I mean, he really is pitching well. His velocity has not lost its touch. Um, so, and, and he's pitching deep into games. Like, his best start of the season was that, that second game against Atlanta. The second game of the doubleheader. Where... The game was done in two hours and about 15 minutes. Carrasco went eight innings, only six hits, eight strikeouts. That was a mon- that was a that was the best I've seen him pitch in a very long time. And I, I I've only seen him pitch with the Indians a handful of times, and he didn't look that good. So right now Carrasco's at four and one, a 3.50 ERA. 39 strikeouts, 7 walks. He's having a really good month of May. He's currently 3-0 in May, and he'll get one more start before May is over. Hopefully he can get uh, hopefully he can get another win. Or at least turn in a quality start for the Mets before May is over with two outs and runners in scoring position. Hitters are batting 200. They only have three hits in 17 plate appearances against Carrasco. He's really learned, or I don't know if learned, but he's really pitched to the point where he's in control of the game. And I think that's a trait that these Mets pitchers out of the rotation seem to have a presence on the mound where they don't get rattled, where they pitch through jams, but they don't really shy down from, from the challenge, you know? Um, so so that's, that's real big. That's good to see uh, from the Mets pitchers. And Taiwan Walker, look, I'll say this about Taiwan Walker. He's doing exactly... What I liked, that a former Mets pitcher, who is currently on the Chicago Cubs, does. He's inducing ground ball outs. Okay, he's averaging two ground balls for every fly ball. Okay, so his ability to uh, get hitters to ground out is very effective. It gets him out of jams. Um, he's able to really uh, manage his his pitch count. And Carrasco's kind of doing the same thing. He pitched, uh, Walker pitched a great game on Sunday. Won seven innings, five hits, six walks. I'm sorry, six strikeouts, two walks. Uh, Sunday was the second time in three starts. He's held opponents scoreless over seven innings. Man, we are getting innings from these pitchers, and that is huge. That is huge because it gives a chance for us to reset our bullpen a little bit. It gives them a rest. And the days of babying your starting pitchers, I think, are over. With Buck Showalter as manager, those days of babysitting your pitchers and watching their pitch count is over. 
That's why I'm a firm believer that Jacob DeGrom, there is no rush to get back Jacob DeGrom, especially the way these guys are pitching. But there is no rush to get him back because I honestly think when he does come back, because he will, I think this guy is going to be unleashed. And they just want to be sure that he's ready for that type of workload. So um, definitely something good to see, something that myself as a baseball fan um, likes to see. I don't like these pitchers, you know, going five innings, getting pulled 70 pitches. Uh, like, just let them pitch. This is their job. This is what they do. This is what they signed up for. So, again, really good to see. Uh, Carrasco and Walker, you heard it here. I've been proven wrong. I hope that they continue to prove me wrong and continue to pitch lights out. They have really pitched well. That's a huge boost for for the team. It's a huge boost for them. And, you know, we got David Peterson going tonight. If if Carrasco and Walker continue to pitch like this, Peterson doesn't have a spot in the rotation at all. Like, he's, his spot is going to be, you know, long reliever out of the... Um, out of the bullpen. Uh, speaking of bullpen, Joely Rodriguez. Look, I was all for the trade. I didn't know much about Joely Rodriguez until we traded for him. Uh, we sent, remember, we sent Miguel Castro to the Yankees, and um, I was all for it because Castro just has he had no control last year. He he was he just wasn't good enough for me, so. I was like, fuck it, Joely Rodriguez it is. And this guy had a 15.43 ERA in the middle of April. He's cut his ERA down for the season to 3.86. Okay? He has pitched very well. He's been money with two outs. Um, five innings, five Ks. A zero batting average against. He's been very good as of late. I think he's only given up one home run this season, and that came in his second appearance against the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken. But Joely Rodriguez has pitched very good out of the bullpen. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was before the season started. I was like, "Who's going to be our lefty specialist coming out of the bullpen?" Um, and I guess surprisingly. It's it's been Joely Rodriguez, so hopefully he keeps this up. I mentioned in the last episode, uh, the Mets are finding ways to win. You know what I'm saying? We're finding ways to win. The baseballs are finding holes. They're finding the gaps. Uh, things just happen to be breaking the Mets' way right now. So I don't know who's oozing with more confidence. With confidence, more than I am, maybe the Mets are. I'm I'm pretty sure they're 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 a confident bunch. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know that um, you know I I kind of keep it pretty straightforward, and I, I'll tell it how it is, and or how at least how I see it. You know, I'm not I'm not saying 
what I always say is right, but how I see things. And and I, I'll let you know if the Mets are not good. I'll let you know if a player is not playing good. The Mets are really impressing me right now. And what's scary is we're missing three starters out of the out of the rotation where we haven't gotten the best of Lindor so far this season i think that's yet to come alonzo's getting hot um our bullpen uh, trevor may's injured so you know guys are struggling off the bench except for luis guillorme that guy that guy wants to play that guy wants to be on the team. Um, so real good to see him be productive. I mean, nobody else is being productive between Escobar, J.D. Davis, and Dom Smith. I'm glad to see Guillaume is um, is taking the baton and, and running with it. Let him play. Let him and Escobar Combo, third base, and DH. I don't care which way you flip it. But Don, uh, J.D. Davis can no longer play. I mean, they really, you know, I mentioned in the last episode, Eric Chavez has some work to do, and Buck Walter and the front office have some decisions to make when it comes to Dom Smith and J.D. Davis. I believe, I believe there will be a move made. I don't know what it is. I haven't read anything. But if I had to guess, if I had to bet a a whole dollar on it, there's got to be a move to be made. Call up uh call up Nick Plummer again. Anybody, I don't care who it is. But we can't be we can't be relying on JD Davis to bust out of this slump. I mean, it's been it's too long now. It's too long. I don't see it happening. Dom Smith not getting. Enough playing time. Something needs to be done with that. You either play the guy or you you move him. Obviously, he's expressed his uh, concern. He's expressed he wants to play. He's even... Uh, it sounded like he reached out to, to teams out there. If anyone's you know, willing to, to give him some, some playing time, then trade for him. But, I mean... I don't know what the Mets are going to do with those two guys. They need to figure it out quick. So we'll see what happens. Tough stretch coming up. It's it's yo, the NL East is going to get really good because the Phillies have a pretty tough schedule. The Braves have a soft schedule. The the Mets in the next 20 or so games have a tough schedule. So and, you know, we have an eight-game lead. So things could really, you know, if we come out on the right side of these next 20 games, we could be sitting at a really nice lead one month from now. Because you got the Phillies and the Braves playing against each other starting tonight. You know, maybe they can beat each other up a little bit. And then... You know, anything can happen. The Braves are not as good as I thought they were going to be. You know, they're struggling a little bit. But, you know, I think when healthy, that's a pretty solid team. And, you know, it's baseball, it's sports. You never know. The Phillies, the, the Phillies offense is starting to really come together. 
So we'll see what they do. But it's going to get interesting. This this next month for the NL East is really, really pivotal, man. Like the Mets could be sitting in a really nice spot or our assholes could get really tight one month from now. Like things could get really close. So this is this is uh this is a big moment for the Mets how they handle this. Um we're out west a lot, so we'll see how we come out of this. Hopefully hopefully the Mets continue this this nice little run. 28 and 15, nothing to sneeze at. I keep saying it's not an accident. The boys are playing good. Um once again, thanks for tuning in. That's all I got on this one. I'll probably, you know, unless something crazy happens, I probably won't drop another episode until after the Giants series. By the way, the Giants are struggling too. They're, I think they've lost six of their last eight, four and six in their last ten. Um, that They got some injuries, COVID. So the Giants are not as good or not playing as good even though their, their their pace is not far off from what it was in 2021 that it's still not doesn't look like the same team so hopefully we can we can win this series and uh and move on so that's all I got for this episode thanks for tuning in catch me on the next one